welcome to Point Hicks. I'm Brian. And, and I'm Elizabeth, <laughs> the other half, the better half. We're the caretaker come managers down here at the moment. There's four of us that share this job. But come on into the house and come through and let's have a cup of tea on the veranda and take in the view. We might even see a whale with a bit of luck. Well, we're standing on the veranda of the headkeeper's quarters at Pointix Lighthouse. We're looking over Bass Strait, one of the most notorious stretches of water in the world. Many ships have come to grief. There's rocks out in front of us, and on the rocks is a, a monument to Captain Cook, who came through here in 1770. He was the first British navigator to see this. When he saw Point Hicks, he turned north and followed the coast up to Botany Bay and on to Cape York Peninsula. So he charted the east coast of Australia and, well, thus led to the settlement by the British of Australia. Also out there on the rocks is a, a small monument that was unveiled by Sir Henry Bolte in uh, 1973, I think it was. For a long time, people couldn't find Point Hicks. Cook had got his, his longitude and latitude a little bit askew. And so the place here was named Cape Everard, and known as that until the 1970s, when a group of boys at Box Hill High School in Melbourne, who were doing a project on Cook, realised that Cook's log was 24 hours out. And when you corrected it, this was Point Hicks. So Sir Henry Bolte came down here and uh, renamed Cape Everard as Point Hicks. I guess the biggest thing that we can see is apart from the ocean is off to our left and I can't even see the top of it from here it's so big if I just lean out over the balcony is the lighthouse how old is this lighthouse Elizabeth? The lighthouse is now 120 years old it was built in commissioned in 1890 it was built between 1888 and 1890 it's the tallest lighthouse on the mainland of Australia and it's one of the few built of unreinforced concrete which means it has no ironwork inside it because once you put iron in, or steel reinforcing of any sort inside concrete on the sea, it just rusts and splits the concrete. When we get into it, you'll see it's, it's pretty impressive. The walls are six foot thick. Well, let's go and have a look. And to get to the lighthouse, we'll actually pass, we'll go out of this building, which is the lighthouse keeper's quarters. Mm. And then next door is the assistant lighthouse keeper's quarters. And then we'll come across to the lighthouse. So we'll go and have a closer look. We're just walking across a little gangplank and looking out to our right is Bass Strait and the ocean. We're just quickly passing by the lighthouse to have a quick look in the assistant lighthouse keeper's quarters. Now, is this of a similar construction to the lighthouse keeper's quarters? Yes, it is. It's almost identical, really, except that it's slightly smaller because the head keeper had to have bigger rooms and slightly more ornate rooms in the very hierarchical Victorian days. Back in the early days when there would have been a lighthouse keeper here full-time as well as assistant lighthouse keepers. How many families would have lived in this area at Point Hicks? There'd have been three, three each time, and they were actually quite careful to keep separate. The children were not allowed to go into each other's homes. They could only play together out on the lawns and then they had to separate out to go into their own homes. We're just stepping outside a fantastic veranda out here. I think this is almost a better view than from the, uh, the lighthouse keeper's quarters. It's lovely. It's beautiful. So we've had a look through the digs, the quarters, and now we're going to go and have a look around into the lighthouse. We're going to climb to the top, just so I'm forewarned. How many steps do we have to cover? 162. That's not too bad. Well, you say that when you get to the top. (laughs) Okay. We'll just have a look at the construction of the lighthouse before we go in. As you said, it's, it's a concrete structure. The rocks that were used in making the concrete actually 
were, I guess, quarried here on site? Yes, apparently they brought in a steam crushing plant by boat and set it up on the rocks and, and crushed the rock out there for the concrete. It's quite a big job, really, to just to get the steam plant here and mixing all this concrete. I mean, how many tonnes of concrete's in there? Who knows, but it would have been a massive job. Would they have used some kind of sort of form structure to, to pour the concrete into? Y- yes, they would have. You can see... When you stand back a bit from the lighthouse, you can see layers where, where the formwork was raised up and inside you'll be able to see the pattern of the wood where they use the timber formwork inside. And a relatively quick construction. How many years did it take? Well, two. To stand here today and look at it, you, you scratch your head and say, how did they do it? Mm. And when you look at the very top where, where the lantern room is, which is all made out of cast iron, it must weigh tonnes and tonnes and tonnes. And you look at this and say, how the heck did they get it up there? Now, the staircase is a beautiful, from what I can see already, having not just stepped in, we're inside now. A bit of an echo as we move inside, but these stairs are very ornate. They're gorgeous. They were apparently made in Melbourne and brought up by boat and assembled here. One of the things I noticed as we stepped in was just how cool it is in here. It's so cool. Even on a hot day, does it remain pretty cool in here? It does, yes. It's it's lovely and cool all the time. One of the problems about that, of course, is the condensation. So on a warm day like this, this you can see the floor is actually slightly damp. And I think if you feel some of the surface, or perhaps not this one, but some of the surfaces, you'll find they're, they're wet. So condensation is a big problem in these buildings. And it's why those stairs down there are rusting. They've done a pretty good job to last 120 years and just have a little bit of rust on them. Well, let's go up the stairs and see how we go. It tells me here that if I have a heart or breathing problem, I'm warned against attempting to climb the stairway. I think I'm pretty fit, so uh, we'll give it a go. So we've made it pretty much to the top. Yes. What happens from here? Well, the first thing to do is to watch your head because the door weighs rather low. And then we get into the lantern room popper, which is actually added afterwards for another £1,000. So in we go, ducking as we go. Oh, it's a big lantern. We've just stepped up into the lantern room and that is huge, all that glass. Is this the original lantern? This is the original lantern. It weighs two tonnes. It's worth somewhere between two and four million dollars. And it's one of only 16 left in Australia, still intact with the original crystal lensing, which we'll go up and have a look at more closely. So we should show this light no longer works. It was turned off 21 years ago. So yep. I find it's a bit warmer up here than downstairs. And the view when you step up here is just spectacular. It certainly is, Kath. I come up here from time to time and just stand and look at the view. It's, um, it's really worthwhile, isn't it? It's 162 steps and a lot of puffing and blowing, but when you get here, it's, it's all worthwhile. Is this the best bit about being a caretaker manager here at the Lighthouse? That's a good question, yeah. I think it might be. Now, <laughs> now you, you, you ask the question, you know, you're just so high above the water. I often feel as though I'm on the, on the bridge of a ship. You know, you look at that pointy rocks out there and you sort of steaming out into the ocean is my little fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Brian. <laughs>